Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Hey, good morning to you. It's a Monday. We're glad you're with us here on the Mark Cox Morning Show. I'm Mark. That's Kim. That's Carl. We'll get Sue Thomas in here in a minute. And uh, figure out uh, what is uh, what's going on on the roads this morning. Uh, pretty uh, pretty nice start to the day. You're still in the 30s out there. Not too shabby. Going to get into the 60s, I understand, before the end of the week. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I'm happy about that. Well, this is the time of the year, though, where people start thinking that it's spring. It's fake spring. Fake right? spring, yeah. Right. Yeah. And so you go into March and you're like, wow, we've basically made it through winter. And then you hit those really low temps again. You have some possible snow and you're reminded, oh, yeah, we live in Missouri. That's right. It doesn't really consistently get warm until, don't you think, like almost mid-April where it's yes. consistently warm? No. My, my wife will tell you that it has snowed on her birthday before, which is the 16th of April. Mm-hmm. So you can't, you're not out of the woods, yeah. but it is nice. I, it, it, give me some more uh, global warming if that's it. And that's Easter's on is. the 31st of March. Yeah, that's early this year. Seems like it. No kidding. So on my way in this morning, I saw flashing lights in the sky. I guess the drones are up already. Did you really? No. Oh. Did, you, did you hear the drones yelling at people to stop <laughs> committing crimes? I, what uh, what I'm waiting for is the sound of a shotgun blast, because I think what's <laughs> going to happen is one of them is going to get shot out of the sky is what's going to happen. I can't wait Imagine to hear how this goes. Going in your backyard and see one of these things hovering over your over your house? Uh, no, I would hate It'd that. It'd be like trap shooting. Yeah. Except then, you know, in the city, gunshots are so common, nobody would report it. So you didn't have to worry about it. I'm just speculating. Gunshot or fireworks, we'll you never what, know. We'll see. We'll see what happens with it. I don't know. we got a great show for you today. A little later, you know who's been at the uh, southern border? That is uh, Mike Parson, the governor, and he's going to join us live in the 8 o'clock hour this morning to talk about his discussions with Governor Abbott and really what he saw when he was down there at uh, um, Eagle Pass Park, which has been the focus of whether or not Joe Biden can impose federal control over the state of Texas when it comes to them protecting their citizens. In the meantime, overnight they rolled out this monstrosity of a of a border bill, and uh, it was so long I fell asleep trying to read it. Can I just tell you that? I, I actually pulled it up. I've got it. I printed off pieces of it here in front of me this morning that you'll see in my show prep. Um, and I, I I don't know how in the world. This thing, first of all, it's dead on arrival. It's, it is Mike Johnson's already declared it dead on arrival. But we do have Congressman Eric Burleson joining us on the show in the 7 o'clock hour this morning. I'm anxious to know if he's been up all night reading it. 
I don't know how quick they think they're going to get a vote on it. It's 600 and some pages long, and it it's a it's an embarrassment. Why anybody could would think that first of all in a political year, you know somebody's playing the angles here. Somebody wants to point the finger at someone else and say, "Well, we offered him a border deal and they wouldn't take it." Yeah, I heard them talking this morning on the Gordon Deal show saying how Republicans act like they want something done at the border. But then with with <laughs> this latest proposed bill, they're probably going to say, you know, it's it's not good enough. And it, that's the issue. It's not that we don't want something done. It's that what they're proposing isn't strong enough. It's not good enough. The right. border needs to be closed. This wouldn't close the border uh, and it would give 60 billion dollars to Ukraine and only spend about a quarter of that on U.S. border protection. Where are our priorities is the question you should be asking this morning. We'll talk more about this. Uh, first of all, though, Carl, let's get to the shortlist, please. The Mark Cox shortlist. You know, I called Tim Scott this so because a lot of people like Tim Scott. I called him and I said, you are a much better candidate that for me than you are for yourself. Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump speaking out on uh, Maria Bartiromo's show uh, yesterday. They asked him who his pick might be who he was looking at for VP, and again, he didn't give very much away. Nobody should be playing politics with the border. First of all, he shouldn't be getting involved telling Republicans that wait until the election because we don't want this to help Biden win. No, the real question, I think, uh, Ambassador Haley, is would you support this bill as it stands? And I'm waiting for somebody to ask her that question. I love you, America, you know, I'm not American, but I will be my green card, green card is three years. In two years, I will be a American. <laughs> you know, uh, somebody got into it with the UFC the other day because they asked, uh, what's his name? Uh, d- the guy that runs it. Is it? Uh, it's not white. Is it Dana? Is it Dana? Yeah, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. He they asked him if he was going to put a muzzle on on his uh, his fighters. That's one of them. And you can see the answer is clearly no. St. Louis residents are saying no to a drone company that wants to survey the city's neighborhoods despite legal action and a bill to regulate drones. Yeah, I'm watching this with a little bit of humor, uh, I'll have to admit. Um, uh, This is the story we were talking about earlier with the drones. Today is the day where this company has invited other drone operators to town and... um, said we're going to fly drones to starting today, whether the city wants us to or not. Mm-hmm. So, so Kim St. Anjai, I have a question for you. <clears throat> As a, um, and if our friend who works, if our friend who works at Channel 4 is listening this morning, maybe I'll get a text. But I, the, I, the story as I read it is that the city wants to change the uh, rules. They're going to, they're going to float a bill this week that would, require you to be licensed by the FAA to fly a drone in the city of St. Louis. And I was under the impression that there already was a, a licensing procedure of some sort. I, I thought there, I thought there, there was a, mm, some sort so. of a licensing procedure. There are no go places, but I don't think you need a license to do it. Mm, I don't know. Because Channel 4 for specifically runs a promo talking about all of their their drone 
News 4 drone team, or whatever they call them now, first alert drone team. Drone 4. No, drone 4. Uh, that they're all, uh, like, licensed or have some specific training to run that thing. And not everybody down there can run it because of that. Mm-hmm. No, I know it is a very specific training program because I remember even at other stations I worked at in Nashville when drones were first becoming kind of a big deal and they were replacing helicopters with drones because yeah. it's way cheaper. Yeah, everyone was having to go through a lot of training. Like, it was a big deal, I feel like, if somebody, if a photographer, for example, was drone certified. Yeah. If you draw, if you fly a drone commercially, this is straight from the source here, you have to have an FAA license. It's got that text I was looking for. I appreciate that. If you fly a drone commercially, you have to have an FAA license. What's the definition of commercially? See, I... Yeah, if, would this qualify? This, this is this, a this company that... Film production? This business is surveillance or movie making or whatever you would think then they would already be covered by that so i don't know that the city passing this ordinance is going to stop this particular activity is my point point. and here's the thing even if somebody approached them and said hey are you doing this as, as a commercial pilot can i see your light your effort whatever it is what would stop them from just being like no i'm just a I'm just hanging out. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. wh- why yeah. would they not just lie if they're already doing this when the city doesn't want them here? Of course, they're probably going to be like, yeah, well, that's no, we're not with them. It, it, yeah. The point would be, I would assume you would be a commercial entity if you're making a profit off of it. We don't know if this company's profitable or not. Are they making money off of it? I, I don't know. But you're right. Walk up to them and say, hey, do you have a license to do that? I don't need one. Mm-hmm. I bought it off Amazon. Yeah. You know, up yours. I, I'm just having fun. Yeah. Thank you. I, I don't know how that goes. Here's how Channel 4 reported on it with some of the city leaders expressing their concerns. Cut 20, please. St. Louis residents are saying no to a drone company that wants to survey the city's neighborhoods. Despite legal action and a bill to regulate drones, the company is still planning to launch here in just two days. New at 10, First Alert 4, Shoshana Stahl is hearing from neighbors and city leaders. It's that nobody in the neighborhood was asked. Sarah Crossley is mobilizing her fellow Gravoy Park neighbors in a meeting Saturday to take a stand against out-of-state drone company SMS Novel coming to the area. She moved to the neighborhood just a few months ago and immediately got involved in her community. There's been concerns around how effective this is actually as a tool to improve public safety. Uh, we fundamentally don't believe that surveilling people will lead into any lead to any meaningful reduction in crime or any prevention measures. Instead, neighbors sharing at the meeting what would make them feel safer, like investing in the people within the community and the infrastructure of the neighborhood. How about more police? Thank you. Thank you. If they were investing more, more in the neighborhood. Yeah, more police in the neighborhood. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And by the way, I, I was absolutely uh, right. You you do have to have a license. The FAA requires you to have a license if you're making money doing it. M- my guess is this I, if it's a federal if it's an FAA requirement, that's nationwide. This company already knows that. Well, so yeah, there's a good they chance they already regularly. have that. But if you're a private person, you don't have to. Mm-hmm. There are courses out there you can take online. Somebody just texted me. My friend Brad just texted me a link to a course you can take. 
for 175 bucks, and they will guarantee you will pass the FAA test to be a commercially licensed drone pilot. Can I just say how impressed I am that you have received that many text messages in I, the span of about, what, two minutes? I have resources. Can I just tell You've you that? You've got a lot I, of sources, especially apparently as it relates <laughs> to drones. I knew there would be people that knew the answer to my question, and I thank all of you who have contributed this morning. So you can. And so, so the city saying that they're going to require a license, an FAA license, well, my guess is they already have that. And even I'm if not, they don't, they'll lie. Again, yeah. this is a moot point in my opinion. And I I'm just, not I'm not endorsing what they're doing with the drones necessarily because I think there are uh, privacy issues here. Uh, don't get me wrong. I, I, I believe that. But I'm just not sure the city has uh, gone about handling this uh, in the right way is, is all I'm saying. All right. We'll get to a quick break here. We'll talk a little bit more about this ridiculous Budget bill that Schumer and McConnell apparently cooked up behind closed doors. Why they ever thought it had a chance of passing, I'm not really sure. But we'll get into a few more details for you. Uh, We got Kim on a whim at the bottom of the hour. Congressman Eric Burleson a little later. Governor Mike Parson on his trip to the border. It's all coming up on the Mark Cox Morning Show. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. We cannot allow scenes like I saw in New York two days ago where policemen are being beat up by gangs of illegal immigrants, in that case from Venezuela, Honduras. We can't allow that. And these are kids that are fighters. They were not, you know, babies. They were knocking the hell out of our policemen. We can't let this happen. Yeah, a great interview yesterday with Maria Bartiromo. I don't know if you got up and saw that. Uh, I'll be playing some of it for you this morning. Um... Here, I've, I've thought all along that Donald Trump, if he's the nominee, which it looks like is 98 percent going to happen, uh, will win this election on on one issue. If it's only one issue, obviously, it's a lot more than one issue. But on this one issue, uh, this is why he'll win. Immigration. Yeah. And. If you think I'm crazy, this morning on the Gordon Deal Show, they had an interview with a columnist named Rick Newman. He works for Yahoo Finance. They they did a poll with blue-collar workers. And the definition of a blue-collar worker is someone who does not have a college degree um, but works for a living, of which they said there are 107 million in the United States, which would by, by far and away be the largest block of voters. 
it didn't break them down by party. It just said, if you identify as a blue-collar worker, rank the most important issues in this election cycle. What would you, I don't, you may have heard it, because mm-hmm. that would be cheating. What would you guess, Carl Middleman, would be the number one issue among blue-collar workers? Economy. Wages. Inflation. That's exactly what I thought. It wasn't. The number one issue in a Yahoo Finance poll for blue-collar workers was immigration. Illegal immigration. Because they realize the working man and woman in the world who go to jo- who go to work every day and and you know uh, click a time card, they realize that it's their jobs among other things that are going to be on the line when the um, when the Democrats manage to pass amnesty and turn all of these people into legal U.S. Americans looking for work. Which category do they suddenly fit into? The blue-collar category. They'll be immediately competing with the jobs of everyone else who considers themselves blue-collar. Besides the crime and the risk to our country and the degradation of our cities that we're seeing right now, the biggest chunk of the electorate, by, by a two-to-one margin, like far and away, the, the, the top issue for them The next one didn't even come at half that amount was immigration. So Donald Trump is saying the right things in this election. And this last minute border bill, which is a sham, is not going to pass and would not be enough to save Joe Biden from his own bad policies. We're going to be back with Kim on a whim in just a minute. Stay tuned. Kim on a whim. So, Mark, you were just talking about that study with the blue collar workers and how their number one concern by far was immigration. And I'm actually I I was surprised to hear that. um, But I am I am definitely concerned about immigration, illegal immigration. But I'm certainly concerned about the economy. And, And a lot of people share that concern. Inflation, just when you go to the grocery store or the gas station, you you really feel it with this inflation. Yes. Well, I found this interesting study from Pew Research that talked about how 60% of parents with adult children have given them financial help in the past year. They're wow. calling them snowplow parents who are trying to help their adult children. It says roughly half of under 30 adults live with their parents and that they attribute this to Americans marrying later and they're waiting longer to have kids. They're saying that because college costs are rising, house prices have soared, they believe that that's why a lot of these adult kids, I'm talking like 20s into their 30s and beyond, are still relying on their parents for some sort of financial help. Let me just tell you what blew my mind the most. <laughs> it's in, by the way, it's easy for me to say, oh, I would never do that. My son's one. <laughs> okay, I, I get it. Maybe things Give will change. Time. Yeah, I know. Everyone's time. sitting here saying, oh, you say this now and wait until you have a kid who's la la la. I get it. Okay. But it was saying how a lot of these parents are are helping their kids with cell phone bills or paying for streaming services. And especially the streaming service, for whatever reason, really caught my attention because I just feel like of all things to pay for, that is something you do not need to pay for. I would understand, and I'm not saying I would do this, but I'm just telling you I understand. I understand if if someone's trying to, to work a job and they can't quite afford gas because maybe it's a long commute. I can understand that. I'm not saying I would do it. I can understand it. I can understand debt, 
again, probably wouldn't do it in certain circumstances, but I understand why someone might do that. But I feel like the streaming service is just not necessary. You don't need your subscription to Netflix or Hulu or whatever the case may be to have your your parents paying for it if you're in your 30s. You can do without that until you can afford that. Yeah, I have a question. Uh, Of the people that this poll looked at, um, were they... So these are people no longer living with mom and dad, right? Well, some of them are. These are just yeah, adult not, children. But if they live in the house, they would have access to mom and dad's streaming stuff, right? So yeah. these are people that live somewhere else, and mom and dad are helping out with cell phone bills or... But, but these could be people who are living in their house, living rent-free. Some of them were living rent-free, and they're covering their cell phone bill and paying for gas. Yeah. So I think that's Might where I'm like, to really? pay for somebody's Hulu bill than have them move back home on you. Well, maybe that's it. Is that parents I'm just thinking want? Out loud. It's like that movie, what failure to launch, well, you, and they're they're trying to find <clears throat> any way to get the guy to move out of the house. It could be a girl. I'm not trying to say it's one or the other. I mean, I I have not personally had this problem, but both of my older two children are are working and helping shoulder the tax burden along with the rest of us. But I know people who have and whose kids are still living in the house at 27, 28 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, if you if you got one launched, and I say launched as in out of the nest and out on their own, but they're borderline on whether they're going to make it or not because the bills are, some bills are just piling up, I can certainly see what the parents' motivation would be to help them. You want them to succeed, number one, and number two, they're out there trying, right? Yeah. You you don't you don't want them to have to fail and move back into your basement just because they couldn't they couldn't maintain a cell phone and therefore. Their work or their work wouldn't keep them employed. I, I, I don't know. I'm just speculating here, but I mean, I could see it. it, it I could see some of it. I, I, can, I no, I, it. I can see some of it. I just <clears throat> think you have to draw the line. Like, okay, John on Facebook is saying we keep the kids on the cell phone plan. The family plan is the cheaper way to go. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah. it is. I'm on a family plan, but <sighs> I pay my parents, so we do that. So they help me in that way, but it's not like they pay for my bill, and. And I will tell you, too, when I lost my job at Channel 4, it was so unexpected. I had zero income. I had some savings, but I didn't know how long I'd be without a job. So, um, and I ended up having one very quickly. I worked with family, and it it was fine. But I ended up moving in with my parents uh, because I didn't, my husband and I weren't going to live together until we were married. And so that was what I decided to do. So I think I was with my parents for maybe six, seven months or something like that. All right. So I, I guess maybe you would lump me into that, but it, no, it's no, not. That's a I guess that situation. was like maybe an extenuating circumstance. Right. Right. And my parents <clears throat> very much supported my decision to be like, screw you, Channel 4. I'm not doing your dumb mandate. So I think that was also their way of saying, like, I'm supporting you in your decision to do this. Um, but I, I just found it very interesting. Listen, so there's a, a story that they did out of California. Shocker, a lot of the kids live, or I shouldn't say kids, a lot of the adult kids live with their parents in California. Listen to part of the story. The study surveyed 5,000 parents of adult children between the age of 22 and 40. California came in fourth place when it comes to adult children being supported by their parents. We're talking on average $870 a month to help make ends meet. My friend, he lives in La Jolla, he has like a $300 a week allowance. Alex Cruz is a sophomore at SDSU. She's still rent-free under her parents' roof, and they pay for her gas. They get mad at me when I spend my money on like useless things, because they want me to save my money, that's why they're helping me right now. 
And yes, if I had a child who was in their 20s or 30s living with me and they were spending it on useless things, 100%, that's where you have to cut them off. This is how you spend... If you're going to give your child an allowance in their 20s, that I question. I'm sorry. Again, I will eat my own words here if I end up being this mom down the road. Part of the problem may be the way they were raised to begin with. Yeah. If, if, If you didn't set those expectations when they were 14 or 15... Trying to change those expectations when they're 25 or 26 mm-hmm. is, is not going to work. You can't, and someone, Debbie's saying this on, um, was it Debbie who was saying this on Facebook? You can't enable them. Like, you, you want to, if you're going to help, you, you have to help temporarily, like she's of, saying. A little bit of tough love. You want to show them that you're there for them. Listen, if you can't pay gas to get to work, I'm with your point earlier, or you can't, you're having trouble paying the electric bill or your car payment this month, let me know. All right. Not Netflix. <laughs> well, no. no, I agree. Not Netflix. I, if there's something like that where you're trying your hardest to do it and it, you're just not quite making ends meet, I understand temporarily helping with the understanding that this is not a forever thing. And I also could view it as, hey, we're going to spot you right now up front, but you're going to work to pay this off. Like, it's more or less a loan. I, I, and, and part of it, you know, it, it gets back to work ethic and the lessons you've taught them growing up, I think. Mm-hmm. All of my kids, the two that are out of the house, worked through high school. They all had jobs. Sometimes it was just a summer job, uh, but they all had jobs and they contributed to their auto insurance costs and, and you know, play money if that's what they wanted to go do. Not that yeah. we didn't supplement that sum. It's just a part of the lesson that you try to teach and instill in them at an early age. But if you failed to do that, if you've just handed them money anytime they needed it, I think you have a continuation of that expectation. Yeah, we earned our allowance right. as kids. And it's not like my parents haven't helped me out. I mean, they've even used it as like an investment opportunity for them where they'll give me the money for something because they can then make interest for me. And we use it actually as a mutually beneficial kind of setup where I'm not paying as high of an interest rate from the, the bank and they're also making interest off of me. So it's worked out like that. But I just I would never expect my parents just to give me money and be like, here you go, Kim, you're in your mid-30s, and here's money for your cell phone bill. <laughs> and by the way, they were talking about in that story that uh, California was like number four for the amount of money that parents are giving to their adult kids. Probably because they it, everything's so expensive. Well, right. Yeah. Illinois also ranked pretty high. States with parents paying for their adult kids. I mean, what if a kid can't, I mean, if, if they're so strapped that they can't afford to go to the dispensary a couple times a week, I mean, mom and dad are going to have to shell out some cash. Well, no, I get that. If they want to smoke their pot, the parents should definitely pay for them to smoke pot. <laughs> Booze, like, obviously, that's very understandable. <sighs> you know, we're joking about this, but I bet you parents justify that. Oh, I'm well, I'm certain there are some who probably do. I'm, I'm, that was tongue-in-cheek. If, for anybody who didn't recognize that, just, just let me say that. Hey, I'm going to get back to uh, the poll I mentioned earlier, the working class uh, thing. I found it. I heard it this morning on on the Gordon Deal show, but I actually found the report and the things that working class people have broken down and what they think is important in this election year. I think you're going to want to hear this. We'll get to that when we get back. Joe Biden inherited incredible success. He inherited the lowest rate of illegal immigration in 45 years. And Joe Biden deliberately caused this crisis. And you put your finger on the three decisions he made all in his very first week in office that caused this crisis. He immediately halted construction of the border wall. He reinstated the disastrous policy of catch and release. And he ended the incredibly successful Remain in Mexico agreement. 
You know, uh, he's absolutely right. And <clears throat> I said this at the top of the show, but I want to I want to go back to this for just a minute because then I it, it, this is important. When you when you look at at coverage of this presidential election around the country, Yahoo is not going to be an outlet that is going to very often print things that are going to make you go, wow, because they're a left-leaning operation. We know that. When I saw this poll, I thought, well, this is interesting. And I wonder if they had a debate about whether to even do this story or not. Rick Newman did the story. Um, it They took a poll, an online survey. Now, I know it's an online survey, but they got 1,269 answers to it from their audience. I think that's significant. Asking people who identify as working class to tell them what they want from the nation's leaders. Surprisingly, 75% say they're not satisfied with American leadership. Now, that's Joe Biden, right? Uh, When we ask which political party they were that they trusted to look out for them, their answer was 46% said neither. 25% 25% cited the Republicans, 22% cited Democrats, okay? They claim that their respondents skewed Republican by 10 percentage points. So the 3%, three-point edge for the Republican Party uh, has looking out for voters is hardly impressive. They, they, had, to, they had to throw that line in there, their, their line, not mine, right? Uh, but here's the interesting part about this. What do they what bothers working class voters the most? What are the biggest problems in America? And I said this off the top. Number one, 21 percent. Said illegal immigration was the number one item coming in at a distant number two at only 10 percent was high inflation. Coming in third, high taxes. Coming in fourth, the poor quality of jobs. Um, I, I, I read those wrong. B- between high inflation uh, and illegal immigration was a high cost of health care and cultural delay. I, I did that out of order because this is in a square for some reason. So illegal immigration, 20 percent, 21 percent. High cost of health care came in at about 14 percent. Cultural decay came in at just under 14 percent. Then inflation at 10 percent. Illegal immigration, cultural decay, and high the, the the issue with it, what caused inflation are the top three issues for Donald Trump in this election. They're, they're all weak points for Joe Biden in this election. And this is a voting block that constitutes 109 million people in this country. If they all believe the way this poll appears— and crime is lower than I thought. It's only 2.6%. Um, that's what bothers them. What Here's what they want. What do you want? What's the number one thing you want from your, your officials, your elected officials? More law and order. Mm. 20% said more law and order. 17% said less immigration. Yeah. 12% again said better health care. Um. And then below that, better opportunities, better pay, better educational opportunities. Finally, at 3.2 percent, more government benefits. 
Well, it doesn't surprise me that this NBC poll found uh, Trump leading over Biden 47 to 44 percent. My point in saying this is if Donald Trump keeps hitting illegal immigration first and his fellow Republicans do the same thing like Ted Cruz in that bite, uh, that's a winning issue in this election. People are sick of it. And that's one other reason why this this border bill that came to the floor of the Senate last night is dead on arrival in the House. We're going to be back with more in Hans von Spakovsky. Get more at 971talk.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 